South Florida's Alternative 104.3 The Shark. I'm Erin. Welcome to another episode of Open Swim. I'm here with Tony of Humbert. How's it going, ma'am? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for bearing with me and being patient while we had some technical difficulties, but I'm really glad you were able to join us this afternoon. Uh, All good. Yeah, me too. You guys as a band have been around for quite some time, um, so I know we're going to have to go back a little bit, but tell me how you met and how you got together to begin with. We kind of all knew each other from high school and had played with and other bands with mutual friends and then some somehow we just all we ended up coming together and we were a different band called I Don't Know back then uh, that was a four piece and then we had an actually had an accordionist singer who left the band and then we replaced him we, we were called I Don't Know back then and then we became Humbert and we're still Humbert and uh, now we're basically it's still the three of us which is uh, myself bass and vocals and then Fernie who plays guitar and keys and vocals of course and then Izo is our drummer and now we sort of uh, rotate that fourth member with different friends, <laughs> different guest appearances by Rob Elba from Shark Valley Sisters or George from The Holstered or all depends. Those are the those are the regulars, but sometimes it might be other people. Basically, depending on who's either who's at your gig or who's playing with you on the same bill. Sometimes it works out that way. We do play a lot of shows with Shark Valley Sisters, but it all depends. That We actually did a show opening for the Dead Milkman a few years ago where we wanted it to be the old band, I don't know, and that didn't work out because Mark, the accordionist, wasn't available. So we actually got a female to sing his parts, <laughs> which worked out really, really cool, and she played accordion too. So it all just depends on where, where the show is. You know, each show is just sort of a, a unique situation sometimes, you know. Yeah, and so, of course, I don't know. It all depends. Uh, well, I've seen you guys play a handful of times over the years, and it seems like you're always pretty like chill and flexible about how everything pans out, which is helpful in that kind of setting, I'm sure. Yeah, we don't we don't like to take it too seriously. You know, the show if if a show seems like it's going to be fun in whatever way, depending on whether it's the other bands that we're playing with or the venue, then we're all about it. You know, we don't really do shows just to do shows. It's kind of fun when you mix it up and have different people play with you. It's all good. It's kind of in that spirit of of the Dan Hosker continuum shows where there's always a different theme for the shows, and sometimes there's been collaborations. So I think it sort of started with that, and then now we just sort of treat some of our regular shows that way. And would you say that's your approach when you guys are making music together as well? It hasn't always been that way, but it's probably going to lean towards being that way <laughs> for future recordings we have we definitely have ideas of bringing in other people to do things we we've never had a female sing on one of our songs and we that that's sort of an idea for a particular song that we haven't been able to pick up again but there's you know we have plans on doing that so just kind of makes things more interesting when you make yourself a little bit more flexible that way you know yeah definitely i think so too and when you invite another person in creatively that brings a whole new set of ideas to the table as well of course right yeah and we're into so much different types of music and stuff so like we don't really i mean we listen to like everything you know there's like no genre of music that we don't listen to like some people say oh i love everything except for jazz or oh, i love everything except for country like bring it on whatever it is we don't care <laughs> so well, yeah, sometimes there's inspiration to be found in music from every genre and i think that's the sign of a well-rounded creator of music when you can take a little something from everything and go oh there's something to be inspired about 
listening to this, regardless yeah. of if it's your your quote unquote genre of choice, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You know, there was a time where we thought, oh, you know, if we're going to put out a record, like, does this song fit on the record? Oh, you know, this song doesn't sound like the rest of our stuff. Does does this song sound like Humber? Now we don't. We you know we did kind of follow that rule for a little while and we don't anymore back with i don't know with the old band we definitely didn't follow that rule but then when we tried to get serious and tried to get a record deal and all that we thought well you know we we need to be a little bit more not mainstream but you know we need to be focused on on whatever you know a little bit more now we don't really care now it's like oh whatever <laughs> we want to do a country song we'll do it if we want to do some kind of weird instrumental prog thing we'll do it not that we have but maybe who knows <laughs> yeah, I think just being open to the idea is what makes it cool. And you guys have such a like, and all, all of you collectively, even though you come from different places on the map musically, you all have that very breezy way about you when you play and when when you have conversation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. More people should be like that. I feel like at least just to some degree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it helps not to have boundaries. I mean, some people can't do it. I'm sure some bands, people would freak out if they did something different. But You know, a perfect example of that is Elvis Costello. I've heard him play music in every genre and write albums in every genre, and it never sounds out of place because he still sounds like himself. Right, yeah. Yeah, when you're able to do that, I think that, that says something about you as an artist and as a musician, for sure. Yeah. I think people... Um, there was a little time when a lot of our songs, they didn't sound the same, but they all kind of had a, a, a similar kind of sound, like it all sounded like the same band. And everybody said we were, we sounded like Weezer. And we <laughs> didn't like the fact that everybody said we sounded like one particular band. I mean, we all loved Weezer, so it's a compliment, but we don't like it that everybody thinks that all of our stuff sounds like one band and it's not us it's some other band so <laughs> yeah you know now like we might sound like weezer and then might sound like flaming lips or or barry manilow who knows <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love that you pulled out barry manilow i want to see you guys do like a copacabana number that'd be outstanding uh we actually have covered barry manilow really <laughs> yeah oh, that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys working on right now right now there's just sort of how it works. They're just like these song ideas that are lay around, and sometimes it takes us years, literally, to finish them. Like the song idea starts, and then it kind of just kind of gets put aside, and we get busy, and we start doing things, or we'll play some shows, and then all of a sudden, Fernie will like play this thing and be like, "Hey, like, can you guys come in tomorrow to?" like record on this thing and then we'll come in and we'll work on something some more and then maybe we'll finish it right away. It's just kind of weird. We don't, we don't have like any plans like to do a record or anything. There's just a bunch of song ideas laying around that we really want to work on very soon and probably just put them online, That's you know, cool. maybe around the beginning of the year. Every year we do a holiday single, so we haven't talked about that, but we'll probably start doing that soon we usually do it like totally last minute we've literally like recorded something the morning of new year's eve and <laughs> thrown it out <laughs> like recorded it and like mixed it and everything and then just like put it out like at midnight that night hopefully we don't do that because that gets a little stressful but <laughs> well but, <and laughs> i'm sure it helps too that you have the shack and you can just kind of you know gather there when whenever the the need arises yeah yeah it definitely helps when you're all over the place like we are to have a your own space that you can 
do whatever you want in. Okay, so let's talk about the weekend of December 2nd and 3rd. You guys have an incredibly busy. Yeah, so Saturday, December 2nd is um, the Poor House, which we love. We have a long history of doing crazy shows there. So uh, it's been a little bit since we played there, and so Shark Valley Sisters are going to be there with us. Wastelands from Miami, which are a really, really good sort of newer younger band we like to mix it up a lot where we have because we've definitely been around for a while and there's other friends of ours that have been around for a while we're lucky that the south florida music community there's a lot of people that have been around for a while and i like that we can still play with the newer younger bands and it just just makes it a little more fun when you can have like not just play with our old friends all the time you know what i mean yeah i definitely agree so Different audiences are, are getting a chance to hear bands they might not for the first time, whether it's, you know, you and your friends that, that come out to support you or them and their friends that come out to support them. They get to experience the vice versa. Exactly. Sometimes people get older and they get a little lazier and they'll only go out to see their friends when their friends are playing and, and you know, kind of remind them, hey, there was a time when you used to go out and see bands that you didn't know personally. And so you come out and see us. We're hoping that you're going to see some, like, younger band that you wouldn't normally go out and see. And whether you go see them again, you know, whatever, that's up to you. But Yeah, I've definitely least- been guilty of doing that. You get set in your ways like, well, I'm not going to go unless the show is, like, around the corner from my house. Or I'm not going right. to go unless I know everybody there. And, like, so- sometimes... <laughs> When you, yeah. when you when you get yourself out of the comfort zone is when you find stuff that you end up falling in love with. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with the younger, you know, like their young, younger bands come out and just see their friends and then they see these older guys that they never would have gone to see or they never would have thought they would like because they thought, oh, well, they'd probably sound like 38 Special or something, you know. <laughs> but, and, then, <laughs> and then they ended up, they ended up liking it. They end up caught up in you? Not that there's anything wrong with 38 Special, by the way. They're awesome. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so that's December second. That's that'll be after our Shark Wreck show. So people can basically Uber it or lift it up from the beach and, and head over to, to downtown. And, and if they want to do some more live music, you know, you'll you'll have the entire day and night to do so. Which, uh, yeah, I think yes. Yeah, that. actually, funny you mentioned that because that's one of the reasons why we picked that date. Because we were trying to find what would be a good date. Like, are there any shows that are happening at Revolution that we can, like, sort of play afterwards? And then I thought was one of the available dates at the poorhouse. So I thought, well, I'm going to go to that show because I'm going to go see Weezer. So, Heck yeah. You know, it ends early enough that you can make it to the poorhouse. So, yeah, that's kind of the idea. <laughs> so we'll, we'll all high-five each other on the beach and then we'll hightail it over to downtown after. Yeah, we'll all jump in Uber pools. Down to downtown Fort Lauderdale. I love it. So, and because that's not enough music, the next day you guys are going to be doing the Oscar show. Um, and this is a, a thing that you do annually. That's Sunday down in Miami, and I don't have all the details, so I'll let you take it from here. Well, I'm not sure who's playing, but like I was saying before, that every year the Dan Hosker Continuum Show, which is, of course, a tribute to the late, great Dan Hosker, who played in the Holy Terrors with Rob Elba of Shark Valley Sisters and Will, the bass player as well. Every year there's a different theme, and uh, this year they're actually doing a a CD, a compilation of bands releasing unreleased music, previously unreleased music, and then some of those bands are going to be performing, and they'll perform those songs that are uh, submitted for the CD, along with some other stuff, and 
Uh, I can't remember everybody that's a part of it, but I know there's, of course, Shark Valley Sisters, um, Mr. Entertainment, the Pookie Smackers, the Jacuzzi Boys. There's a lot of bands. <laughs> there are a lot of bands. There's like 20 bands. Yeah, even for everybody you're forgetting, I, I would go just for that handful of bands, let alone the slew of other <laughs> Too. Right, and, yeah. And no pressure on you because, as I mentioned off mic before, I'm going to be talking to Mr. E next week, so I'll get all the details from him on that show yeah. as well. And that's exciting for us that just that we're playing at Las Rosas because Las Rosas is a newer venue in Miami um, that's sort of run by former Churchill's folks, and that sort of Churchill spirit is there, and we've been kind of waiting for to do a show, so this will be the first time for a lot of us to play there, which is pretty cool. That's cool, and I hadn't had the opportunity to, I didn't even know that that place existed until I started looking into it when I saw that the show was there. Yeah, so that's yeah cool. it's a cool spot. Before we wrap this conversation up, share with me where people can find you on social media and find your music. Well, we're on Facebook, Humbert Music. We do have a website, HumbertNet, that we don't update as much as we should. We're on Instagram now. I think that's Humbert Music or Humbert underscore music. But um, Facebook is probably the, the best way. Humbert Music on Facebook. Cool. All right. Thank you, Tony, so much for dropping in and chatting with me this afternoon. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it.